What does Anne Frank, Annie of the movie Annie, and Belle from Beauty and the Beast, what do they have in common? Maybe even that guy, I don't know if you remember that classic movie, 12 Angry Men. There's the one jury, juror member that was opposed to getting vengeance and prosecuting. He wanted to find out the whole situation, or maybe he would prosecute, but he wanted to find out the entirety of the situation. What do these people have in common? This is what they have in common. Empathy. This has been a study of mine the last several days uh, in particular. I've studied a little bit before, but nothing in depth. But at the prompting of someone who I, whose opinion I value greatly, I've been studying empathy to see what I can do to be more empathetic instead of emphatic. More understanding more concerned with others' needs and less concerned with driving my own agenda. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another, that's a common understanding or definition of empathy. Again, it's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Well, there's two parts to that, I believe. It sounds like we have to actually understand other people before we can share the feelings that they have. It's not just feeling the same way as someone else. It's truly getting in to understand them. It's wanting to know more about them. It's loving them enough to want to understand what feelings they have, not just occasionally, but constantly. I believe empathy is a byproduct of those who love selflessly. In today's day and age, that's not popular. It's popular to say, love yourself. It's popular to have selfies, which is fine, but... Are we a selfie-obsessed society where other people don't really matter unless our needs are met first? What would it be like if we actually thought of other people consistently and constantly? Wouldn't a lot of our own needs and our own challenges disappear? When we love profoundly, then we, learn, we yearn to learn how we can best help them. When we love profoundly, when we truly love someone, then we're going to yearn to understand how to love them and to help them. We're going to learn, because of that yearning, we're going to learn what it takes to help that person. We're not going to just say, oh, I feel the same as you. We're going to want to help them in their extremities and their difficulties. I used to think that empathy was kind of like a shock absorber, that uh, when your spouse is just overwhelmed, you listen, you try to connect real quick, and absorb some of the junk that they're going through, and, and you just move on, and they feel better. But I'm finding out that empathy is much more than that. Empathy is because of the love you have for someone, you're constantly regarding their feelings, their needs, their wants, their emotions, their struggles. Well, I found that it's all too, all too easy in my life to leave an emphatic life instead of an empathetic life. I've lived with a lot of exclamation points instead of question marks questioning how others are feeling and how I can help. It was more about me, less about others. I'm changing that gradually. Let me tell you some of the consequences I've discovered of not having empathy. You won't know what your spouse really needs because you won't really listen to their heart. It won't be a heart-to-heart communication. So instead of really knowing what they want and helping them, you'll be guessing and looking at their needs through your own eyes, not theirs. So you might be doing a lot of good things to help them hundreds of things for years and years and years with not a lot of effect, not really helping 
your spouse the way that they need to be helped because you're not seeing through their eyes. You're seeing through your eyes, even though you're trying to be helpful. Perhaps most fundamentally is your spouse is going to have to suffer alone many times because you're not willing to alleviate some of the burden by listening and being empathetic. That's a sad situation. You don't want that to happen where your spouse is doing a lot of the suffering and you're not there to help and you don't even know they're suffering until perhaps it's too late or until it's very difficult to help them and they feel perhaps betrayed because you haven't helped them when they needed it. Empathetic people create a long, they create long-term relationships, long-lasting, enduring relationships, relationships because they truly, truly connect with others. So there's a there's some of the, here's some of the benefits of those empathetic relationship building. You can have enduring, long-lasting relationships as you truly connect. Of course, empathetic people are focused on helping others. Empathetic people have richer lives because they have rich relationships. And I think as a a great serendipitous side note, empathetic people often get helped in their own challenges as they're helping others, or the challenges completely disappear. How would you like to have some of the stumbling blocks in your life completely removed or at least turned into stepping stones? The very things that are hurting you and that are horrible, wouldn't it be awesome if those are removed? Or you were able to make them into blessings? That's what happens when you focus on others. I'd encourage you to join me in the journey of being more empathetic. Truly connecting with others. Not just as a behavioral modification. But rather as a byproduct. The offspring of truly changing your very nature to one that always loves others. And is so concerned with others that empathy just flows. Good luck.